Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today the Presence of Christ in the World, Part 2. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust helps to sponsor this show. And also, Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Today, a new concept is entering into human minds everywhere. That of Christ in us, the hope of glory. There is a growing belief that Christ is in us, as he was in the Master Jesus. And this belief will alter world affairs and mankind's entire attitude to life. Last week we discussed the Christ principle in the human heart, but can you say more about how we awaken that principle? Yes. What what do we have to bring uh, the Christ principle into, how do we bring it into active expression? Uh, That's a good question, because uh, I don't think it's uh, as obvious as um, it might seem on the surface Christ exists within every human being in in some form or another. Christ said, as I am, so shall ye be. But to actually bring forth that Christ presence, that Christ self, requires a major transformation of uh, the way one lives one's life, the way one thinks, the way one relates to others. It's a, a truly transformative process that starts with what's called the first initiation. I think we mentioned that on the last program. I'm not sure, but the first initiation on the spiritual path is the birth of the Christ in the cave of the heart, to put it in mystical terms, meaning the 
first faint stirring of the Christ principle within the human being. This commences with a focus on the way one lives one's outer life. So one way to bring forth the Christ principle is to bring discipline and rhythm and regularity into one's physical habits, the way one treats one's body, uh, one's diet, one's um, care for one's physical mechanism. Those are uh, initial attempts to realize the Christ principle. There are other things that are even more important, a life of service, meditation. Yes, those are obvious, uh, at least (coughs) once one um, begins to set, as we say, set forth on the path that uh, a, a series of meditation, a practice of meditation is very helpful because that, uh, especially it's a, if it's a meditation that uh, helps to al- align one with the, soul, the inner self, the inner soul, the Christ principle, and uh, that's the type of meditation, in fact, uh, that we teach in the arcane school. And it begins with a meditation on the qualities of that first master, the Christ, within. Right. What qualities? Well, basically it's the quality of love, in a way, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Because Mm -hmm. uh, that is the basic, uh, the characteristic, the basic quality of the soul. And that is what we're trying to reach and uh, bring through. Mm -hmm. And it's, first one has to realize that this soul is there. It's present within you all the time. And uh, <clears throat> that's where you have to start from. It, it comes in very subtle ways at first, in, in a matter of conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, uh, little, little notes, little sounds within you that uh, say the difference between right and wrong, and uh, uh, th- that those kind of subtle feelings, which we don't always listen to, they're often masked by a rush to defend oneself and to excuse oneself. Right. Start watching how often you do that when there is on some level some awareness that you didn't handle a situation too well. Just watch the personality mobilize its resources to explain it away. Well, that's the thing. At the, in the mm-hmm. beginning stages, there is still this very strong, potent personality nature. Mm-hmm. I'm right. I know I'm right. <coughs> yes, it's been built up for but you know, for thousands of lifetimes, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's very difficult to overcome the power and the energy and the force of that personality. It always wants to exert itself and to counteract all those little, more subtle uh, hints and uh, suggestions that are coming through from higher sources. And the personality is that major uh, aspect of human nature that looks out for number one. In other words, that is always active in the defense of the separated self. The voice, the impulse to believe one is right, that one has uh, the right of way, that one is next in line, that one should receive whatever is being offered, that one deserves. Um, it's, It's a very prominent impulse to shore up the ramparts of the separated self. Like you say, we we have to overcome that that powerful voice through service, through meditation. Right, and uh, that begins to, that overcoming begins when we um, can 
refocus our lives in an outward direction. And that's the whole value of service and the mm-hmm. emphasis upon service because when service is done automatically and spontaneously without any um, thought for the little self, the little personality nature, then this love of the soul can really pour through automatically. And that's what we try to aim for. There's um, a saying in Shakespeare in one of his plays, uh, assume a virtue if you have it not. And actually that's a very spiritual technique. Assume a virtue if you have it not. Start to pretend in a sense to act as if you have a particular trait, a particular virtue that you really do aspire to. Tolerance, for example, or... Uh, forgiveness or selflessness and by creating a space for it in your consciousness you do bring it to fruition in fact um, Alice Bailey said when the form is ready when Solomon's temple so to speak has been built then the Christ life enters when Solomon's temple has been built the Christ life enters so I think we're speaking about creating the circumstances, aren't we, for the manifestation of the Christ principle? Yes, and it's um, a subjective circumstances, as you said in the as-if technique. Uh, you begin to, first of all, try to understand what the qualities of the soul are, and then try to build a thought form around those qualities. And as you do, you are building up a foundation for those soul energies to come through. And to, you, you, you're setting up a, a synchronicity mm-hmm. with the vibrational rate of the soul. And when it begins to synchronize very closely with the vibrations of the soul, then there is a natural flowing through. And uh, there is uh, no... The, the little personality stands out of the way and... Uh, the the soul energies come into your life and that's when the service aspect really begins to take over. I think a lot of people who aspire to a more spiritual life spend a lot of their resources fighting against their lower nature and engaging in a kind of war within themselves between the higher soul self, the Christ principle and the lower too solid flesh of the um, personality life when in fact I think a more productive approach is along the lines of what you're saying to put the focus on that to which one aspires to unite with which one aspires to unite to put the focus on understanding the soul and its expression its quality its habits its its intention and that creates a space for it to pour its energies into the receiving mechanism. It's easy to forget that the soul is a source of power far greater than the personality on its own level. There is no need to go to war. It's infinitely more powerful once it gets (coughs) an inlet. Right, and uh, at at first there will be a lot of conflict because uh, you are entering, uh, you're introducing, let's say, a whole new concept 
that is quite foreign to this personality nature, the very self-centered, selfish uh, personality nature that wants everything for itself. And um, that, um, so that there's going to be, con- naturally there's going to be some conflict there at first. And you're going to find yourself moving forward and making some little successful steps, but then a lot of falling back because the, the strong force of the personality will just keep pulling you back. And that's what happens. But uh, don't be don't discouraged. Give don't give up. Persist. And just keep up the good fight, as it always says. Remember that man on the radio, the the old philosopher, never give up, never give up, never <laughs> give up the ship? <laughs> <laughs> he was so ridiculous, but that's what he well, was right. Yeah, that was that Churchill was, said that a lot too during yeah, the war. He, he said it much better than the old philosopher. That's a good thing to remember. But um, it is true that uh, in letting in this powerful energy, things can start to flow, and uh, something is released. An, an energy, a power, is released into the life when we make a space for it, just to. One point to add before we um, go to the break, the evening review is a marvelous tool for checking in with oneself each day to see how one fared. And if there are effects that worked out that aren't so good, try to trace them back to what caused them. Slowly we learn how we handle energy and force and get to know ourselves better. And that's the way we change. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, and our topic for today, The Presence of Christ in the World, Part 2. <coughs> Before uh, we go ahead with our normal format of what I usually say during the break, I just want to say that we we really are in very strong need at this particular point. It might be because of the economy, uh, there's a slow economy, and we certainly are sympathetic with all our listeners who are going through this difficult economy. Uh, however, because of this economy, I guess we're not getting the donations that we have been getting over the past uh, seven or eight years, close to eight years now. And so our time to renew this show is coming up uh, shortly, within uh, uh, three or two or three months. And uh, we we survive and put the show on. And in fact, Lucis Trust exists because of the uh, solely from the donations of people like yourself. Uh, uh, Lucis Trust, uh, as an org- well, it, it does a lot of work. Uh, the, the radio show is only one small portion of the good, loving work that uh, Lucis Trust does. In fact, uh, Sarah and Dale do this show for they, they refuse to accept a an extra paycheck for it. It's more or, le- more or less like um, I guess it's their uh, way of giving in a very profound way. The preparation for the show, the actual doing of the show, coming here to the studio. So they really accept. Uh, no money from Lucis Trust at all to do this show. But uh, at this point, we're not able to uh, meet uh, the expected price of the show, and uh, that's not to say that it won't happen. It very well could through your donations. And we certainly appreciate uh, all that you've done in the past, and uh, we just hope you can help us out with uh, keeping the show on the air. Uh, I think around sometime in early August, we have to come up for contract renewal, and uh, the station... Uh, We've developed a, an incredibly large audience, this show. There are so many people out there listening, uh, thousands and thousands. Uh, it's hard to put a number on it, but actually because of the WOR podcast, people listen to the show from all over the world. 
But let me give you an idea. You know what would help us out? If 2,000 of you gave us a donation of $100, that would pay for about 80 or 85% of the cost of doing this show. <clears throat> and um, and that would help out a lot. That's, that's uh, I, I am far from being a mathematician, but 2,000. Uh, listeners, if they gave $100 each, that would uh, that would really pay for about 85% of the cost of the show, and and we could do the rest uh, without a problem. But but I uh, wish you could help us out. Uh, we all love doing this show. We enjoy doing it, and uh, and also what's nice about it too is uh, it, it's not a show that relates to any one religion. Even this today's topic about Christ, uh, it's not really. It's for everyone. It's uh, uh, we're t- really talking about. Uh, uh, developing the divinity of the most loving aspect of oneself to the highest level within the, in, within the individual. So it appeals to all people. It's not about religion. So give us a call or, well, you know, actually, if you can help us out, that would be 2,000 of you sending $100. That would really bring us into a comfortable zone as far as paying for this show next year. It is tax deductible, by the way. Donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Also, if you'd like to get in contact with us for any reason whatsoever, you can contact us on our toll-free number, which is 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Just to underscore what I was saying about how this show appeals to people from all religions. I mean, if you've ever gone to a LUCIS Trust meeting, you can really validate what I'm saying, that you find people from all walks of life, all different religions, who are all speaking about developing divinity within oneself, and uh, that really underscores what I'm saying. So, our website, by the way, www.lucistrust.org, and if you key into www.lucistrust.org, you can see all of our previously archived library of shows. We also have a, a little gift. Well, it's not a gift. It's a discount, actually. It's a special offer from Lucy's Publishing Company. The title of it is the book, The Reappearance of the Christ. Uh, now, the subject of today's discussion emanates from The Reappearance of the Christ by Alice Bailey. Uh, many religions today expect the coming of the Savior. The reappearance of the Christ is presented in this book as an event which begins with the birth of the Christ principle in each human heart. This is the birth of the soul, the Christ aspect. The book, the Alice Belly book, The Reappearance of the Christ, is available for $16, free shipping and handling, when you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. Send checks or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, and also, Sarah, I'd rather you do this. I know we're having a... Uh, conference coming up on May 17th and May 18th. Maybe you can yes. tell the listeners something about that before we get back to our theme for today. It's the annual uh, conference of the Arcane School, our school of meditation and uh, spiritual development. And uh, it will be held here in New York 
The afternoon session begins at 2 o'clock on Saturday the 17th and at 1.30 on Sunday the 18th. Everyone is welcome to come. The theme of the conference this year is crisis. The keynote is when a human crisis and a hierarchical crisis coincide, an hour of opportunity emerges. Let the group respond. So we'll be exploring the nature of the present world crisis through talks and group discussions and meditation. On Saturday we have uh, as guest speakers the authors of a new book, When the Soul Awakens, The Path to Spiritual Evolution in a New World Era. And on Sunday we'll be having a panel of Arcane School students speaking on how to manage crisis in one's life. So I hope uh, people will join us. It's at the Williams Club on 39th Street. You can call us for a program in the registration form or go to our website, www.lucistrust.org, to register. Now you're, you're, uh, and there's no charge, I should say. No charge. Okay. No. See, if we charge Donations something, are welcome. Okay. Well, remember, <laughs> if you do come to the conference, donations are very welcome. They yes. Maybe be applied to the, sh- the support of this show. However, uh, uh, what's, what I find interesting about this show, I think a lot of people have never thought about this before, and that's that we all have the div- uh, we all have a divinity within us, and and uh, according uh, to that, to what you're saying today, that uh, Christ is the personification of uh, divinity and divine mm-hmm. love, and each human being can actualize that divine yes. love within them, that Christ consciousness within mm-hmm. them. Um, so maybe you can tell us more about how we can do that. Well, that's the nature of an avatar. Uh, Christ and the Buddha are examples of avatars, great spiritually realized beings who incarnate on earth to anchor a, um, a principle of divinity. The Buddha anchored divine light, and the Christ anchored the energy of love in its purest form, God's love was expressed through Christ in such a way that it became, we could say, a permanent aspect of the human experience on earth. And the intention of a sacrifice like the avatars make is to enable human beings to develop and bring to fruition those same energies in their own lives. And we have spent the last 2,000 years trying to express more and more of the Christ principle within every human being in some deeply buried form in even the most benighted souls, we're told. I think it's quite fascinating to think of people, especially the most destitute and the most troubling and troubled, and to remember that even within them there is the Christ principle that will one day in one lifetime become more fully expressed. Absolutely, and I think <clears throat> I think we mentioned this last time, but um, um, we're talking about a principle here, which is a principle of love. It's a principle of divine love <clears throat> that um, is present within every human being, no matter what uh, level or stage of life one is. Uh, that divine love is still anchored there, and it's. It has to do with a principle. We're not talking about the person of Christ here because uh, even though the person of Christ did come into the world 2,000 years ago and anchor this great divine love in the world in human consciousness, 
we are not talking here about the person of Christ. It is that same principle of love that he brought to human humanity. And it's, it's related to the word Christ, to the name of Christ, because it's represented by the soul. Christ's principle and the human soul are kind of one and the same. So uh, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a religious person. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be any particular religion. Uh, It's simply the principle of love that you bring through into your daily life. And uh, if you're uh, disturbed by any of the words or the terminology, then just, just think of it in terms of love. And that's essentially what everyone is talking about here is this principle of love. I know we've mentioned it before, but uh, it's quite interesting to realize that the word Christ, Christos, comes from the Greek, meaning the anointed one, just as the Messiah. The word Messiah comes from the Hebrew, meaning the anointed one. So there is this expectation within many world religions. Um, the, The Vishnu aspect in Hinduism is another word for this expression of love as one of the three attributes of divinity, light, love, and purpose. <clears throat> so it isn't, uh, as you say, the Christian uh, savior that we're talking about, but that capacity within every human heart to save oneself, really, to save oneself. We've looked to another being, to another person for so long to rescue us from ourselves but in fact, we have the means for salvaging our lives within us. Yeah, that's a good point, too, because, um, uh, as you say, we, we have looked for saviors to come in, and, and we're still looking for saviors to come down and save us and to take us all up into heaven. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not going to happen, because he's given us, before, he's, he's given us the techniques, the, uh, the way to do it, and all we have to do is apply it. And uh, the, as the Saint uh, Paul has said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. And that is the great hope that uh, uh, human beings now uh, instinctively realize is, is there within, lying within them. I think it's important to remember, too, that one... Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting aspect of life that prepares the way for the Christ principle is struggle and crisis and difficulty that, as hard as it can be, can often prepare one to make the necessary changes in one's life and consciousness that bring forth more of the Christ principle. So we shouldn't run away from sorrow and hardship and testing I don't know if we can exactly welcome them, but we can understand that those are part of what teach us to bring forth the deeper aspects of our nature. Alice Bailey had some words that I think are very reassuring. She said, when the seeker is in a thick cloud of darkness, when some dark emotion seems to imperil all stable vibration and plunges the bewildered seeker into the blackness of despair, he feels forsaken. But he should at those times remind himself that the darkness never hides the God within and that the stable center of consciousness is there no matter what. God is within no matter what is happening without. She said we're so apt to look at outer circumstances 
and forget that the innermost center of the heart hides our points of contact with the Christ and the universal God. Please take advantage of a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the book upon which this show is based, The Reappearance of the Christ by Alice Bailey. The Reappearance of the Christ is available for $16. Send check or money order to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Request the reappearance of the Christ. Check the money order, $16. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?